0: Welcome to Lifelines, a poem to save the day, every day for 40 days. My name is Martin Rowe and in these short episodes a poet reads one of their poems and talks a little about it. An awakening perhaps, a prayer, a lifeline to take you through a day or send you into a night. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Today our poet is Wendy Cope.
1: On a photograph of the Archbishop of Canterbury. You see an archbishop out jogging in shorts. You know it's unfair to have negative thoughts. There's no reason at all why he shouldn't keep fit. It's commendable. You can't help sneering a bit. And thinking of Beckett and Cranmer and Lord and numerous others who may have been flawed, but of whom I believe it is safe to say none ever took off his trousers and went for a run. Of course, things are tough for archbishops today, nasty photographers snapping away. It's nasty of me to write this. I confess it. I don't think I'm sorry enough to suppress it. When well, I wrote that, not long after Justin Welby had been appointed, somebody, somebody thought that poem was about Rowan Williams. I said, how could it be about Rowan Williams? I'm sure he's never been Seen out jogging in shorts. Anyway, there's this picture of Justin jogging in shorts along a pavement. And, of course, press photographer, you know. And um, that's when I wrote the poem. And I felt a bit guilty about it. Um, As I explain in the poem, I mean, why shouldn't he, poor man? But nonetheless, I couldn't help writing that poem about it. But this is the 21st century, and perhaps we should adjust our ideas about that kind of thing. But I believe he now does his jogging inside the grounds of... Um Lambeth Palace, um, which seems a sensible thing to do. <clears throat> um, anyway, uh, last summer I was at the Greenbelt Festival and uh, Justin Welby was there. And uh, Martin, who is actually making this podcast, was introducing my event. And when he spotted Justin, he insisted on introducing me to him and showing him the poem. And my heart absolutely sank. But Justin was actually very nice about it. He was very nice, he laughed, he was very good-natured about it. Then later, a bit later, he introduced me to some of his friends as I was walking past, so that worked out okay. And now I've met the last three archbishops of Canterbury. I do write some poems that I don't publish, yes, because they might hurt people um, or cause trouble. Yeah, but I thought that one was too good not to publish. I couldn't resist it. I think you've got to give yourself that freedom which is and I'm always saying this to students write whatever you want to write you don't have to publish it you don't have to show it to anybody that's a decision you make afterwards so that whole question of whether you're going to publish the poem or show it to anybody that can be left aside until you finish writing it and then when you're finished writing it you can make a decision about it but you don't have to burden yourself with that. You can't have somebody looking over your shoulder and worrying whether it's going to upset somebody or what everyone's going to think. You can't allow that to impinge while you're actually writing the poem. And if you've written the poem, it exists. You can put it in a drawer. Somebody probably read it sooner or later. On a photograph of the Archbishop of Canterbury. You see an archbishop out jogging in shorts. You know it's unfair to have negative thoughts. There's no reason at all why he shouldn't keep fit. It's commendable. You can't help sneering a bit. And thinking of Beckett and Cranmer and Lord and numerous others who may have been flawed, but of whom I believe it is safe to say none ever took off his trousers and went for a run. Of course, things are tough for archbishops today. Nasty photographers snapping away. It's nasty of me to write this, I confess it. I don't think I'm sorry enough to suppress it.
0: Find all episodes of Lifelines, season one and season two, at lifelines-book.com. That's where you'll also find more on our poets and their poems, and on Lifelines the book, a collection of notes on life and love and faith and doubt. As well as our poets, this podcast is giving thanks to Malcolm Doney and to Rick Lee for making the music and editing each episode and to you for tuning in.